Call the accident guys. Injured in a car accident or at work? Call the accident guys to speak with a real expert attorney for a free consultation. I feel like KBLA Talk 1580 is pleased to partner with the Empowerment Congress, the Gathering Spot, the Institute for Nonviolence, and Days of Dialogue for a Juneteenth program called State of the Freed to educate fellow citizens about the significance of the holiday and efforts around reparations for descendants of slaves living in California. Program participants include California Reparations Task Force member Assemblyman Reginald Jones-Sawyer and State Senator Steve Bradford, along with KBLA's own Dominique DePrima, Ariva Martin, Tavis Smiley, and many more. It all happens Saturday, June 10th, and you could be selected to attend this special invitation-only Juneteenth event along with Dominique, Ariva, and Tavis. All you have to do is go to the KBLA 1580 website, click on the Juneteenth State of the Free icon on the homepage, and register to win entrance into this empowering affair. Or you can watch the live stream of this special Juneteenth event by going to www.empowermentcongress.org slash Juneteenth. But head to the KBLA 1580 website right now for your chance to join us live on site Saturday, June 10th, for the State of the Freed. This is a Juneteenth community call to action from KBLA Talk 1580. We've got your black. black. I feel like Okay, hold on a second, Keisha. Just let me ask Ronald exactly what's going on because it takes two to tango and I need to hear his side of the story. So she's driving me insane, got stress heavy on my brain. She keeps playing silly games, man, I'm about to bring the pain. We seem to fuss and fight every day and every night. Please give some advice so we Define someone as a writer. 
It isn't that they publish books, or give talks at literary festivals, or wear black. It's that they belong to a distinct group of people, who, whenever they are confused or in distress, gain the greatest possible relief from jotting things down. Writers, in the true sense, are those who scribble as opposed to drink, exercise or chat their way out of pain. The act of writing, especially in a journal or diary, is filled with therapeutic benefits. So deeply do certain ideas threaten the status quo, even if they ultimately offer us benefits. The mind will ruthlessly forget them, in the name of a quiet life. But our diaries are a forum in which we can raise and then galvanise ourselves into answering the large questions which lie behind the stewardship of our lives. What do I really want? Should I leave? What do I feel for them? We may not quite know what we want to say until we've started to write. Writing begets more writing. The first sentence makes the second one clearer. After a short paragraph that was summoned from apparent air, we start to know where this might be going. We learn what we think in the process of being forced to utter ideas outside of our swampy minds. The page becomes a guardian of our authentic, elusive self. Here we can make vows and attempt to stick to them. No more humiliation. The end of masochism. Ordinary life can seem to have no place for stock-taking and moments of grand inquiry, but the page demands and rewards them. What am I trying to do? Who am I? What is meaningful for me? We'd never get away with such things at the dinner table, even among people who claim to love us. But here, they make sense. We can look back at what we've written and understand. The page is a supreme arena for processing. It can drain pain of its rawness. We can get used to disasters and stabilise joys. We can turn... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason has returned. And this time, I brought help. <laughs> My brother Tony Massey has rejoined the discussion. I'm back. This A, again, is, has this topic been certified? Man. Has it been... Oh yeah. Okay, because I want to make certified, sure. authenticated. <laughs> yeah, P permitted. Permitted. <laughs> Sometimes, man, you gotta be careful. Yeah, you do. I I learned the hard way. You don't know who listening to this show. True, true, true. true, true. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, author and chef Tony Massey. Come What's up, on. What's up, y'all? Let's get it. This is gonna be a banger. This is different today. Yeah. Because when you brought this topic to me, we were supposed to do it uh, in May. Yep. But you know, you you went. You know, Tony is uh, you know the upper echelon. <laughs> he, he's traveling all over the country as a connoisseur of cigars. And, yes. Yeah, and so, you know, hey, Zo, I can't do it. I'm it's leisure time. <laughs> 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 well, this topic though, the journal. As a lie vault, mm. how honest should you be 
when writing in your diary or journal. Interesting. Are you telling me people lie when they're writing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> in cursive. Is that what I'm saying? Is that a is that a bad thing? Yeah. 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 Well, you know I got questions. No, I know you do. Oh, God. True or false? If the relationship that has come into your life, right, is a mirror of you, then would your relationship with your journal be the mirror of your inner and outer self? Hmm. And if that's the case, can you really lie when interfacing in that relationship? The shadow is your inner mirror, whereas your relationship is your outer mirror yeah eesh. Eesh. can you lie th- oh this is gonna be deep is it possible to be too honest in your diary or journal why or why not 1-800-920-1580 is your journal a place for your delusion one 800 call me now <laughs> who wrote that question <laughs> Is your journal a place for your excuses? Mm. Hmm? Can your journal be a place where both your lies and your reality can coexist? Mm. <laughs> Tony doesn't like any of this. No, this is <laughs> this is all triggering. <laughs> <laughs> well, is okay. Is your journal the perfect place? For the lies you tell yourself. This is the place where you can lie. Yeah. Is is that the place? Is it the perfect place? I, I mean, I, I don't know if we're still in the rhetorical phase, but um, yeah, it's the safest place to lie. The journal. Yeah. So maybe it should be permitted. It shouldn't be. Why? Well, I, again, the, 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 most, the most damaging lie we could tell. Is the one we tell ourselves. That's the most damaging. Are you lying to yourself if you're writing lies about yourself in a journal? (laughs) (laughs) I just came up with an idea or an invention. I feel like you should have Siri in your journal. She's like, now you know that ain't true. (laughs) Or a journal lie detector. Yeah, yeah. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. It just erases it. So what is the journal for? So I, I've kept a journal for years, um, but I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. And that is the most succinct and expressive way I communicate through mm-hmm. the written word. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote poetry. I've, I've published four books. I used to love writing short stories. And so that's the most cathartic way to deal with my feelings is through the written word and it's because I don't have to think about what I say. Because sometimes I, I truly believe that thoughts get lost somewhere between the brain and the mouth. Uh, it's a short it's a short distance, but there's a lot of left and right turns. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and, and I have lied in my I've told bold-faced lies in my journal. Yeah. Wait, what? I don't want to. No, I, I have. I, I have. Because, <laughs> and and here's, the, here's the crazy part. And I, and I use that word specifically. I didn't, as I was writing, mm-hmm. I on a subconscious level knew that this was not real. 
but I didn't check myself until later on because I usually will write in my journal and then close it. I don't go back and read in, until la- much later. Mm-hmm. And it's really just a temperature check to where was I. It's almost like a like you know how Facebook will pop up your memories. Mm-hmm. In the same way, I go back and read my journal and I'm and I'm like, wow, that none of that was true. <laughs> none of that was true. But it isn't the creative piece part of it, like being able to. You know, expand because I, I I see journaling because you know when I'm coaching, I, what I tell my folks is you're gonna have to write your own narrative, right? And where wherever you came from, right? Right? And whatever you modeled, you're gonna have to undo some of that stuff, yeah. Because a lot of that stuff was limited, sure, right? And it's your job to recontextualize what ultimately isn't for your highest good right that you modeled and learned from your you know childhood environment so i think journaling is is synonymous with the law of attraction okay i think you can pu- you can manifest manifest what you're right and okay. pull things in so so i don't see that as a lie i see that as you know speaking thing or writing things into existence right. that's not what i'm talking about <laughs> That's not what I did. Wait, when we come forward, <laughs> when we come forward, Zoe Williams and Tony Massey go keep cooking. You know you love it. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> You want some more? More. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk That's a lie. Turn that off. <laughs> Listen, everybody want to be right. That's that's a bold face lie. Beautiful music. Loved every moment of the notes and the build up. If the first line just upset me. What? That that is the purest. I think that's the most truthful thing ever said in a song. Do you know how many writerholics are in relationship right now? <laughs> if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. Do you know how many people choose being right over love? No, I'm I'm okay with being wrong. I just don't want you to 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 tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> exactly. What in the Sam hell is going? Keep it on? to yourself. <laughs> so what I'm what we're really trying to dig down in into right now is, could you be sabotaging your personal growth by lying in your journal, by not being authentic, by not being transparent, by not being truthful? Is that your stance, Tony? Absolutely. And so before the break, we were talking about the difference between writing something into existence, th- th- thinking as if, using the law of attraction, using the principles of faith and all that good stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about um, transforming the truth so that it feels better as you write it. 
So you can transform your journal into Linus's blanket. Basically. Yes. Wow. Great analogy. Yeah. And that's what it becomes. It becomes that soft place for you to land mm. where you don't have to deal with the the part you played. The 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 journal that I kept as a young man, the, you would not find the word accountability in any form <laughs> on any page. <laughs> Because that's not where I was, you know. Wow. I I I told myself, I talked myself into a into a narrative that I wanted to believe, wow. and it was cathartic, until it wasn't, you know. Until you got into the real world, exactly, and had to apply this fantasy that you wrote about. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> until I I realized that I was the independent variable, you know. Mm. When 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 I start looking at why are things falling around apart around me, they're not falling apart around me. They're falling apart because of me. And that's the truth that I had to face. Nobody, li listen, Tony, we're not in the truth game. No, not at all. This is not the truth game. <laughs> no. I don't even know how they let me up in here. This is not the truth business. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kryptonite. Listen, <laughs> fantasy and the mediocrity of relationship are kissing cousins. Yes. They got to be together. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> because I lied to you from the moment I said hello. Wow. And then I accepted your lie to me the moment you responded. Mm. And then I started lying to myself about you and me for the duration of, you know, the relationship or the courtship or whatever the case may be. Don't let your journal become a vault of lies. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Voice of Reason. My brother Tony Massey is in the building. We got status quo on the line from Atlanta, Georgia. Get in here. Hey, hey. What up, status quo? What's going on? Y'all got this convo going. You already know what it is now. <laughs> when was the, what was the last lie you told yourself? <laughs> or what was the last lie you wrote about yourself <laughs> in your journal? I don't know if I'm about to tell you the exact situation, but... I do find often that when I'm writing my journal, it is a really good opportunity for me to see, ooh, that ain't true. That's really not true. Mm. I got to scratch that immediately. But when you start to see yourself explaining yourself to yourself in the pages, that's when you kind of got to face the facts that maybe we're not really being honest right now. Mm. That's deep. Let's go deeper. Do you edit out your accountability when writing in the journal? Because, you know, a lot of times people will write everything that somebody else did. Oh, yeah. They can reenact and retell and, yeah. you know, regurgitate everything somebody else said or right. did. But when it's it comes thing. to seeing themselves, yeah. they I, tend to pretty that up a well, little I bit. I don't remember what I said exactly, but I'll tell you what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I can't it's tell true. you what my response was. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all kind of fall into that habit every now and again. I've been accused of doing it in my poetry. And then years later, I realized that, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I did not state the facts as facts, or maybe I just kept it in a really warped perspective that made me feel better or safe or not at blame. And that's such a good point, status quo, because being a poet, um, I, I didn't think people could handle my truth. Because it, it, wasn't mm -hmm. it wasn't poetic. It wasn't interesting. Right. I mean, the poem right. would be a haiku. Uh, I'm selfish. I messed up in the poem. 
I think the last part is right, but though. It's just Most right people there. are not interested in your journey. No, not at all. Not at all. So when, not. And, and, and I think one of the biggest lies that we tell ourselves is they can't handle it. Yeah. Yes. Really is they're not interested. Right. It's more towards they're not interested than they can't yes. handle it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when someone says, are you okay? That that is not an right, invitation. Like what, what did you want the response? Right. What was the expected response? You I don't want to overwhelm you today, right. and then you'll never ask me again. You'll never want to walk past me. Right. But see, let, let me hit you with this status quo. I don't want to say status quo. I just want to say status. I like status. <laughs> That's cool. Let me hit you with this quo. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> see. In my book, the, Sh- uh, the Shrouded Lighthouse, I talk about mm-hmm. self-authorship. And we talk mm-hmm. about this long journey. You know, you were raised by some people. They did the best they could do. You know, and oftentimes we grow up blaming them for what they couldn't do. But the reality of it is they can only do what they are capable of doing. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah Tony, they can only do what they are capable of doing. And a lot of that people, and a lot of people are unaware of what they're capable of. There's some factors here, Tony. Yeah. I know Tony looks at that as cut and dry. He's I a mean, Virgo. He's a Virgo. Just... You can choose to hold some sort of resentment, or you can choose to be more appreciative for them doing something at all. Right. So my question now is, being a writer, right? What mm-hmm. original idea have you authored for yourself in total honesty? Immediately, I want to say home. I have a poem about home being where the heart is, and it's not. And it's, it's not for me. Not. <laughs> wow. Where, where is home? And, you know, well, that's the lie. That was the lie. In itself, because recently my parents went and sold their home, and I didn't think that would hit so hard, but it did. Mm. So I guess that's that's where my heart was. That's where I grew up, and I was gone. So, you wow, that's that that heavy. Yeah, but I still want to know you though. What truth have you authored for yourself? The truth. Not where you came from, not what you've been through. Yeah. What truth did you author since being an adult, since being grown, <laughs> since going through whatever you've been through? I don't want to get in your business. Yes, I do. But <laughs> what authentic truth have you discovered about you? Being a writer, I know you've written it somewhere. That I had already written and I kind of just walked into it. No, that you, I think what he's asking, if if, if you don't mind, so uh, think back clearly to... Clearly my words aren't working. Uh, apparently. <laughs> my think, apologies. Think back to something you wrote that was the most authentic thing to ever leave your pen. The realest thing you've ever wrote. The realest thing you ever wrote. I mean, you know, everything is so real. So let me think the realest, the realest, the realest. Listen, stop. I was, Listen, hold on. I so, want to say it's so. <laughs> Right now, have, we, right. we have it's discovered something right now, status quo. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Status quo, we have discovered yeah, something yeah, yeah. almost immediately. You told on yourself. You, you've been lying in them poems. 
You done wrote a bunch of it's lies. It's a journey. You got to understand. So I write through the growth of things. And to be honest, there were a lot of things that I told myself that I can't discover that I played a different part than what I thought I did at that time. But there were you... times that I made things I embellished like hella because yes. the story was ugly. And yeah. I didn't want to tell that truth. But let's go I didn't want to have to face that. Let's go deeper, Stackwell, because I'm going to keep you on. Believe me. Do you know how much more powerful of a writer you'll become when we come forward we're gonna go back and talk to that quote she killing us right now (laughs) your mama and daddy say it's a shame it's a downright disgrace but long as i got you by my side i don't care what your people say my friends tell me it's no future in love and I'm married man If I can't see you when I want I'll have to see you when I can If loving you is wrong I don't want to be right He's on fire tonight It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams Exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580 you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams. Williams. Only on KBLA Talk 1580. can you do before you go to sleep in terms of a nightly routine? Writing a journal. Martin Seligman, the pioneer of uh, the field of positive psychology, did some research. And what he found was people who recorded, just a journal exercise, three good things that happened to them during the day that's just ending. By doing that little exercise, 
they promoted gratitude and felt much better over a period of weeks. And so another part of your pre-sleep routine could be just before you go to bed, you pull out your journal and you ask yourself this question, what three good things happened to me during this day? And what that does, it fights your brain's negativity bias and it forces your brain to hunt for great things that happened to you during the day. Wow. Wow. Listen, all of my books came from journaling. Really? I had to journal them first. Yeah. I had to write down the idea and the concepts. And, you know, it was a work in progress for a few years. And then I got it to book stage. Right. Then I got it to TOC stage, table of contents, right. and then started to develop from there. Listen, one of my original ideas, this is why I'm asking you. This is, I'm asking you to journal, right? And let me give you an, an original idea from uh, one of my journals. And I put it out there in a law of attraction kind of way. I say to myself, I want someone to love my darkness without the presence of theirs. Oof. Wow. Love my darkness yeah. without the presence of yours. And the reason why I say that, <clears throat> it takes an elevated conscious to accept a human being. Yeah. A human being is flawed. Everybody swears they can deal with a flawed person until those flaws sit down on the relationship couch. Right. So one of the thoughts I had was, can you really accept me? Can you really love me as I am? It's easy to love me when I'm on high. Right. It's easy to love me when I'm in alignment with the image that you project out for me. But can you love me when I'm really low? When I'm when I'm mostly shadow? And can you do it without judgment? Can you do it without fear? Can you do it without condemnation? Mm. You're not going to mention? No. You're not. <laughs> See, Tony now has a, a relationship curator. <laughs> he getting text messages. You better not answer. <laughs> if I see you answer, what? Don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Status quo from Atlanta. Get in here. Talk to me. Hello, hello. All right. So, original idea. That's different than what you modeled at home. You thought we was going to let you off the hook, huh? No, I came right back you to that. You through the crates, that. Come on right back, because I've been thinking about what you was asking, and I do have an authentic poem. I wrote this one. I wrote this one. It's about sticks and stones. I was teaching my kids, naturally, my little girls, with natural, nappy hair, to love themselves and, you know, not to let certain things affect them when people would say things. And we have that little thing, sticks and stones will break my bones, so words will never hurt me. But then I realized as I was starting to deal with my own stuff that it wasn't true for me, that I had started to let a lot of things affect me a little bit deeper than surface value. Mm. So I do have one poem that I do think is real authentic for me. I know it is. still moves me. Well, tell us. What, what yeah, you, I'm, I'm, I mean, that was a commercial. You might as well give it breath. to us. That's Let's go. <laughs> and girl, you Six better be good. May break. <laughs> Here we, here, we, here, we, here we going. Here we going. <laughs> this is it. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words 
They can leave scars, even time can't heal. Words can cut deep through the white to the bone. Don't you know words can be a lethal weapon? It's your spirit they kill. He told me he loved me. His words caressed my heart. But when he told me I was a matter of convenience, he tore my whole heart apart words. And the ideas they sow, words. Rotten seeds take root and grow words. Still hurting off them same damn words from a long time ago. They called me ugly and they called me fat. But now they calling me years later. I done grew out of all that. Now I'm hearing I'm fine from the girls and the guys. What a surprise. This smile I wear is a disguise. Because it must be some mistake, must be some error. All I still see looking in the mirror is that same ugly fat girl. Couldn't hear them more clearer than words. Hunting me to this day, words. Just when I think I'm okay, words. Can't seem to move past these words and the mind tricks they play. Broke my leg in eighth grade. Walked just fine now. Daddy broke my heart. Ain't moved on. Don't know how. The doctor wrapped my leg up tight. But who's going to put my head back right? Mr. Psychologist took me took my money for years but couldn't take back the tears, couldn't take back the words. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can make you hate who you are. Sticks and st- stones may break my bones, but words can leave an emotional scar. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can keep you trapped in your past. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can cause damage that lasts. Girl, hey, hey. oh yes, ooh la la, Mon come on, ami. poet, Mon ami. love it, yeah, <laughs> go you, deeper. <laughs> <laughs> that was just that, that was, was deep zone. Listen, that's opening. The, that's just opening the top of the relish. Oh, come on, go man. deeper. I want you to go deeper now. Can you go deeper, deeper? than that? Yes, can you go deeper? You, you can go much deeper. She go catch the bed, man. You can- <laughs> yes. Listen, status quo. Like that was what? amazing. Like that was amazing. I'm that was really good. Listen, that was fire. That was fire. And believe me when I tell you, you're just at the beginning of your process. Yeah. That's why I say you can go deeper. Go on. I know. Go on. It's ugly when you go deep, you know? I know it is, but you got to get comfortable with that. You don't want to get comfortable. You don't want to get comfortable deep. I mean, I got right. I've been writing for days, you know. What is a poet? A poet is a griot. Yeah. You're supposed to leave something that's going to transform the future. And you can't do it with fear co-authoring your dope stuff. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, yeah, that's that's good. Are you with me? (laughs) You with me? I am. Yeah, I am. All right, we love you, status quo. Atlanta, Georgia, in the building. ATL, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, you know what? We going back to Atlanta because more AT aliens want to speak on it. <laughs> is it good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. You want some more? More. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. So you know everything about your lover. Wanna bet?
Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason back in the building. That is my co-host, my playlist. Yeah. Boy, Tony Braxton, boy. Man. I feel like she never got her due, man. Never got her due. Yeah. I love me some Tony Braxton, man. She got great records. She does. But the reason why I chose that record, Talking in His Sleep. Yeah. Now, of course, that record uh, is uh, more like a cheater record. Right. But I think you cheat yourself. When you lie in the journal. The journal is supposed to be a releasing of something, a creating process. But but what are you cheating yourself out of? The truth. The truth is the liberator. Okay. Listen, fear is the warden. Right. The truth is the liberator. And fear and lies are fraternal twins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? No, I, I get it. I, I, I think of Sojourner Truth. You know, I could have freed so many more. I don't even know that, that the quote is disputed now, but I could have freed so many more had they only known they were slaves. You know, oh. and I think that the the lie is not just the warden. It, it's it's the safe place. It's like when you build walls; those walls are designed to keep people out. Right. But they also provide comfort. Yeah. Because you can't hurt me from here. That becomes my norm. It becomes your norm, right. Yeah. So I can, I'm not ready to face the truth. Because the truth means I got to tear down these walls. So as as part of my coaching, as, as, a, as a method in my coaching, I will tell folk, get this book, get that book, get this book, and get that book. Based on what they told me their issue was. Based on what they told you. Their issue was. Right. Now- that's based on what they told me. Right. This your issue? This what you want to deal with? Right. Okay. Right. And so what I'll do is I say, okay, for every book I tell you to get, get a composition book. The okay. same composition books we used to have in school. Yeah, the black and white joint. The black and white joint. Yeah. I say, get that book. Right? They get the book. I say, now, the reason why I'm telling you to get the composition book is because you're not reading this book to sound deep. Or you know, well learned on this on this particular subject. Yeah. Right. So if you got a, a you know a toxic mother wound or something, I'm not giving you this book to read it and then go tell your mama. See, this is the toxic wound we got, and the reason why that's why I'm not I'm, you don't I'm not giving you the book for that. I found out why I messed up. <laughs> right. It's you. Right. So no, what I do is I say you get that book, you read it. Because this book is about self-discovery. Right. Every time you see something, a thought, an idea, a concept that reminds you of you. Write it down. Get the journal and write down the situation and circumstance around it. <laughs> I'm just imagining a bunch of very empty pages. <laughs> no. but People did the work? They're doing okay. the work. All right. So again, in doing the work, what you're now starting to see is it's coming up. Yeah. Things that you've suppressed are coming up. The book invoked it, and then the writing yeah. continued that invocation. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So now, oh, my God, I'm starting to see stuff about me that I didn't even know. Like, this is how I operate. This is how I move. So uh, is your 
are, are you suggesting that the the problems that they came in with were not manufactured? It was just that was their their perspective, their viewpoint. What you've been through, right? Manufact manufactures your viewpoint. Sure. Your the way you see the world. Yeah. So, if that's the case, the way you see the world is your truth. Yes, absolutely. And then most times you don't know, this ain't the truth. It's not the truth, yeah. This is something I adopted. Right. And it's on autopilot. Right. I, excuse me, I asked the question because I, I in a former life I used to be a medical provider. And Here we go. there were so many people who would walk in and sign the, the ledger and say, my, my left knee hurts or my back hurts or whatever the case may be. And then you bring them back into the room and you find out that's not the case at all. Burns when I pee. I just didn't want to write that down. <laughs> so that's why I was asking, are these people saying, because the narcissist is not going to come and say, I'm a narcissist. The narcissist is going to come and say, everybody hates me. Nobody loves me. You know what I mean? But again, do you know it is far easier to love the mask yeah. than it is to love the shadow? Absolutely. Yeah. When people are telling you they love you, right? they're really saying, I'm attached to the mask. Yes. The mask is amazing. Yeah. You need to keep that mask <laughs> popping. You know what? Your mask is a little dusty. I need you to... Do you understand? They're, listen. Yeah. It's rare that people love your shadow. Right. They don't. Right. It's, it, it, it's frustrating. I, I, I know people don't like to hear this, but this is the truth of relationships. No, you're right. You're right. And so what I try to do is say, oh, well... The reason why a lot of people don't love your shadow is because you don't. Mm. So then the truth in journaling steps in and says, hey, this is who I am. This is what's in me. This is what I'm about. Yeah. I'm not proud of these things, but I'm also not ashamed. Mm. Do you see the power in that? That's 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 a very difficult undertaking. It, but it's got to be done. I'm not proud. But I'm not ashamed. I'm not proud, but I'm not ashamed. Hmm. And then come here. Let me embrace you. So this, that, is, yeah. this is you to the shadow. To the shadow. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's got to happen. No, I, I get it, Zoe. But that's and, how you transform. Me and my shadow haven't spoken in years. <laughs> Man, if you don't get your dusty shadow on the phone. <laughs> when my shadow calls, I send that dude straight to voicemail, man. Nah, I, I, man. I don't, don't want to hear nothing he got to say. Nah. Because all he's doing is bringing up old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he stays behind me, reminding me of who all, I was. All he's doing is bringing up he's old stuff. He bringing up old stuff. Like we, we already crossed that bridge, man. Why you want to talk about that again? No, no, no. You walked across it, but you didn't cross it. True, true. No, no, you're right. See, that's the difference between I got through it. Yeah. And I'm over it. I'm over it, yeah. No, yeah everybody right. is over it. Right. It's easy to be over it. Yeah. But it's more difficult to get through it. I, I agree. I agree. And a lot of people don't want to get through nothing. They want to love your mask. Yeah. They want you and your mask to get back to normal. Yeah. Put your mask back up. <laughs> Put what? What are you doing? <laughs> you just sitting in the house without the mask? Put that back on. No. I don't, I don't want to see that. And this is this is the power of journaling. Yeah. Listen, somebody who can love you the way you love your shadow. Mm. Oh. And, and if if I could, I don't know why I'm doing this, but if I could be transparent, 
I I recently found out that I am very difficult to love. And I never thought that about myself. I just thought people don't know how to love me. But the reality is that I, I'm not an easy person to love. Well, I, listen, I do you one better. Okay. I'm easy to love, yeah. but not easy to be with. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what's happening, brother? I we... love you from across the street. <laughs> what's happening, brother? Stay over there. <laughs> Don't come over here. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where do you find a space like this right. where you can express that? Definitely not your journal. But you're, this no, is... you're right. You should be. But now I got to explain why I'm so hard to love to my journal. And it doesn't talk back. That's the problem. It's not going to affirm me. It's not going to console me. It's not going to make me feel better. All it's going to do is say, go deeper. Say more. Say more. There keep, is keep more. Yeah. Yes. You're just on the surface. Listen, when we come forward, <laughs> I'm going to talk to my brother Nazarene X down in Atlanta, Georgia. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Injured in a car accident or at work? The Accident Guys can come to you almost anywhere, so you don't have to come to us. Se habla espanol. We begin top story with late breaking news. Is it going to succeed, yes or no? I think it's going to succeed. It's going to succeed. KBLA Talk 1580 is about to celebrate its second anniversary on Juneteenth. And no terrible twos around here. We couldn't be more excited about all the good news we'll be announcing soon, including the launch of some new shows to keep giving you more of what you've been looking for. Come on! Smart Radio for Smart People. Hey, it's our celebration, but you get all the gifts. We'll be giving away fresh merch, swag bags, and a chance for you to join the private invitation-only star-studded music and dance till you drop food and drink galore second anniversary celebration. To stay in the know about the second anniversary details, download the KBLA Talk 1580 app right now. Don't miss out on your chance to be a winner at KBLA Talk 1580. When we come forward, we're bringing everybody with us. Happy anniversary, KBLA! I'm Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. If your relationship is in trouble, I'm the dude to call. Has your soulmate become your cellmate? Does black love still exist? What are your bedroom turnoffs? Fantasies and fetishes. Financial infidelity. I'm dating a fat person. Are they worth the wait? Trust me, this is gonna be crazy. How about the heavy stuff? The child wasn't his, and he still had to pay child support. It's a very heated topic. I was that right? Mama's baby, daddy's maybe. I just have so many questions I want to ask you. I just like to kiss you. Is there something wrong with that? Damn. <laughs> he helped me. He had a vasectomy. I'm pregnant. Betrayal has been committed. Hit you with the bad patch routine. How does he maintain his humpacity? He likes it when it pinches my neck. Why can't you open up, brother? I'm a karate man. Karate man rules on the inside. They don't show their weaknesses. Yeah. How do you write women so well? Zoe Williams. Reason and accountability. The voice of reason. 
Journaling is the habit of keeping a diary or log about our experiences, ideas, insights and anything else that life evokes in our minds. The Stoics have a long-standing tradition in journaling, with Marcus Aurelius' meditations as clearest evidence. Writing our thoughts down has several benefits, which I'll explore in this video. The power of journaling. First of all, thank you Highlight Healing and Joel for your generous PayPal donations. And thank you Fernando, Tisha and Garrett for generously supporting me on Patreon. I appreciate it guys. Also I would like to thank Jose for adding Portuguese subtitles to some of my videos. Jose. Which is now possible if you want to make this content understandable for non-English speaking audiences. Thank you. Now let's dive in. Marcus Aurelius <laughs> never meant to publish his diaries. This makes it more plausible that the contents of his meditations are his honest thoughts about a variety of topics. I could imagine that because a man in the position of emperor and the most powerful person in the world didn't have any equals to talk to and therefore resorted to pen and paper as an outlet. But it could also be that Marcus knew very well about the psychological effects that journaling brings. Anyhow. His writings have provided humanity with profound wisdom to this day. And thus, we could say that by journaling he built his own personal Bible, which proved to be invaluable for many generations after him. This brings me to the first benefit of journaling. Preserving personal life lessons. It's great to have access to other people's experiences and learn about life by reading books or watching YouTube videos. But there's nothing like our own individual experiences. Every person is unique and so is every situation. And I believe that the only person we should compare ourselves with when it comes to personal growth is our own past self. By keeping track of our personal life lessons, we will know where and when exactly things went wrong and things went right. Why is this important? Many people make the same mistakes over and over again and just never seem to learn. By having certain key moments in writing, it's easier to remember what we usually forget, so we can make wiser decisions in the present and future. 2. Illuminating what's in the dark. For those who have seen my video about the shadow, probably know what I'm talking about. In Jungian psychology, the shadow is the realm in the unconscious that harbors unwanted personality aspects, thoughts and desires. Because we all wear a mask to show ourselves to society in a desirable manner, everything that's undesirable is kicked down into the shadow. What's so dangerous about this is that the shadow can manifest itself in very destructive ways. Journaling is a way to make sense of our own shadow behaviors and keep track of when they emerge and what they look like. Uh, turn this dude off. This. <laughs> the reason why he got to go. Let me tell you why he got to go. Ain't nobody doing that. No. No. And he's right. He's right. But ain't nobody. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. Everybody's right. Yeah. Everybody comes into the relationship and they are right. Absolutely. Now, are you right for me? Right. And then it becomes, you know, this jostling match yeah. between let's see if we write Together. for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody is saying, let me walk into this relationship and see how I show up. Right. I, I, I've seen I've, I've heard it a million times. People will if, if they've had somewhat of a good 
upbringing. They will aggrandize the upbringing as if it was healthy. Right. If it was marginally good. Sure, sure. They will turn that into, yo, I was yeah. <laughs> I was raised in Asgard, dog. <laughs> My father came home every night. <laughs> I am Odin's son. Yeah. Are you tripping? He drunk himself to a stupor, <laughs> but still, he was at home. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So people who have a marginally good life, yeah. they tend to aggrandize that life, and they'll think, there's nothing to work on. Right. It's you that has to work on something. No, I, I agree. And I, I think that's the difference between compatibility and connectivity. Mm. Something that is compatible means that it wasn't really designed for this thing. It just works with it. Right. Ooh. And we always talk about being compatible. But we have to understand that, that the fact that you're compatible means that you weren't create. You, you're not OEM parts. Right. You just work. <laughs> You work well with one another. Uh, but what are you compatible with? But me or the person that you want me to be? This is why journaling is so important. Because, brother, I believe everything is a script that's written by the un, the untamed shadow. Okay. So relationship is a script Yeah. that is co-authored by fear, ego, and the untamed shadow. Sure. And so now we're performing because we want to get comfortable. We want to know, like, okay, the shadow made it through the defenses. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, yeah. A real relationship is a straight acknowledgement of all of you. Mm. Or you're not relating. You're, you might be dating. Yeah. You might be cohabitating. Courting, yeah. But you're not relating. You're not relating. Okay. But by that definition, there's a lot of people who aren't in relationships. That's themselves. all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I mean, me and Tony Massey are together all the time, but we ain't in no relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again. We just kicking it. Again, the fear that is associated with actually telling yourself yeah. the truth. Yeah. This is why we said uh, earlier in the show, it could be problematic if you're writing lies. Yeah. Right? Sure. If, if if you've aggrandized yourself in your own stories, and some people will say that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, because nobody else is going to feel that way about you. At least you do. Right. But as the stoic perspective went with Marcus Aurelius, he told the truth. Yeah. And I see writing in a journal the same way as writing music. Hmm. Music is ineffective if it's not truthful. Okay. Listen, Michael Jackson was so much the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That corny records like bad yeah. moved us all. It did. If anybody else did bad, we'd be like, if you don't this get this ridiculous. popcorn Kool-Aid out yeah, of This is But bad. Mike, <laughs> that boy said, you're doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he told yeah, yeah. Westless, you're doing wrong. Slap the back of his head, you're doing wrong. And we believed it. We did. We believed beat it. Yeah. We believed Billy Jean. You know why? Because he poured all of himself, his authentic self, into the right. work. Same with Prince. They told the truth through their music. The more truthful the music, the more impactful. We all let your buddy's mind slide. Yeah. All of us. Brothers was in there with Jerry Curls dancing. Your buddy's mind. Nobody said nothing until Prince said, who gonna sing that? <laughs> 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 right. But no, nobody said pause. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? All I'm saying is the journal yeah. is like that. 
You write a lie in the journal, the lie lives in your life now. No, it does, yeah. It's out in reality. And and, and the, the hardest part about that is the more you lie to yourself, the more the truth is revealed to everyone else. Yeesh. Because there's so much inconsistency with what you say and what you do, Yeesh. right? So much to the point where you're dissected from yourself. Like, I hear your words, but your actions are are just so loud that your words mean nothing. When Prince did Kiss, right. and that first little, play that little guitar riff from Prince. We, we want to give, <laughs> this is a thought experiment. It, it, I'm telling you, there's, there's, there's a truth in this, whereas... We all let it slide because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the man was so real with his gift. Right. We all let it slide. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When you're writing in that journal, you have to be telling yourself the truth or you're going to get. No, no. That's, that's, uh, that's when doves cry. When doves cry, yeah. Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> the first note. Yeah. Didn't nobody say nothing. <laughs> Didn't nobody say nothing when Prince did this. Right. Men was like, kiss, K-I-S-S. Look, the boy young. <laughs> now, if I said R. Kelly. Yes, key yes. He ain't got no key yes. <laughs> 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 the, boy, the boy is in the 30s. He don't know yeah, nothing about no, no. Prince. Prince <laughs> Prince is Peter Pan name. He's the same people. So we ain't got no record player. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, the truth of... Yeah, That's enough. Man. When he said... Uh. Yeah, man. We know it's about to get we was about to get nasty. He let that out. Yeah, he did. And nobody said nothing. No. You know why? Because we believed Prince. So let me ask this. Since you're using him as him and Michael as a model. Uh-huh. Do you think that they reached a point of honesty or they were always honest? Because I, th- I think musically they were always honest. I mean, even from she rocks in the treetop all night long. I mean, when you see that little kid yeah. singing a Smokey Robinson song with the spirit of an ancient I, okay, soul. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You're not talking about lyrics. Nobody else could have pulled that off. Got it. Got this it, is got a it. kid. Got it. Got it. You're talking about authenticity the- and delivery. And the way that they yeah. expressed their art, yeah, yeah. the way that they took command of their art, the yeah. way they wrote their music, they wrote from a space of truth. Right. And you got to do the same thing when you're writing in your journal about you. Yeah. Okay, take the journal out of it. We sitting here having an argument and lying to each other. Okay. <laughs> Sound like a Thursday night. <laughs> so, right? That's the argument, right? Right, right, right. I'm gonna marginalize what I what what you think I did. Right. And then I'm gonna grandize what I did. What I think yeah. I did. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Okay, that's journaling verbally. Right. Now, right. you take that those talking points to the journal. Yeah. You're just reinforcing what you already think about yourself, even if it's delusional. Yeah. But delusion is a very comfortable space, yeah, so it's yeah, it's yeah. it's nice. It's roomy, it's warm. They got cookies. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is cold and and, and barren, and it's 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 hard, man. Man, I it's be hard. I be looking, yeah, and I see people in the same way I see diamonds. Okay, I see facets to them. 
Yeah. The facets they try to hide. Yeah. The facets they push to the fore. I I, I I'm literally looking. Yeah. Multidimensionally at you. Mm. And I'd be like, just <laughs> okay, never mind. I used to want to argue. Yeah. And sometimes I still do. I yeah. will. <laughs> you you've seen me. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll start an argument and leave. Yes, you will. <laughs> and and I and I love that analogy because the little the little natural spots in diamonds are called imperfections. Yeah. As if the diamond is supposed to be perfect. Right. Right. And so if the if it's if there's flaws, we call them out and it decreases the value. Right. Yeah. When the, when the reality is the, the diamond has no value at all. From the jump. From the jump. Right. It's yeah. all market. It's all driven. manufactured. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. That's good. Nazarene X from Atlanta, Georgia, man. Here Get we in go. here now. Oh man, the mix, man. Pleasure to be with y'all, brother. Salute to you both, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. You know it's always on fire when uh Chef Tony comes through here. <laughs> yeah. He he been he been pretty chill today. He came with all of the anarchist type stuff too too much. You might have had a good second to the crew. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts, brother? Talk to me, man. Look, I personally, I love journaling. I it's a it's a whole way of life in that breath, and there are multiple ways that it's benefited me. The way I still incorporate it all. Um, it's it's literally. I think the hang up for people sometimes might just be that that shame factor or. Before you even really worry about exposing yourself on on paper, so to speak, within the recesses of your own home or your own mind, it's always that thought attached that I hear where people are worried about, well, what if someone else sees this? Mm. So, like, that fear of being misunderstood or misjudged in itself still acts as an obstacle in them actually executing upon that practice in the first place. Mm. So it's wild how it's like you can trip yourself up but the way that this world works to me and my experience is, if nothing else, whether it's drawing, painting, singing, dancing, all of these things are like expression. That's all it really comes down to. Are you taking the time to freely express yourself and dang it to the fullest to where you can get lost in enjoyment of the act itself? It's an exploration to me. Right. So I feel like when you put it that way, instead of self-condemning yourself, like, oh, well, I got to explain this, or this isn't going to make sense. Like, the beauty of it all is, like, it literally doesn't have to until you so-called choose to review it or revisit it. Mm -hmm. If you just kind of work with being in the moment and allow yourself to flow through, it's almost like that whole thing people say, like, autonomous writing or abstract writing, freestyling, that whole thing. When you just get into it and you take the 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 fear or the nervousness away, it's like that's where all of the fun and the liberation comes from, and that's where a lot of the growth is. And being honest in that space, especially if you're intentionally going in to, say, like achieve a certain goal, like if I'm looking to really find out why I keep thinking this way, right, that's where you should... I, like, I personally, I, I leave it to just bearing honesty before God. Because at the end of the day, to me, you know, coming from that side, like, you're not going to be able to lie to God anyway. But one thing that will benefit you is actually seeing it all through. Like, basically, once you start, you commit. Don't stop. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about, you know, uh, 
anything in the meantime. Just, if nothing else, don't worry about grammatical errors. Like, you could draw smiley faces. There are really no limits. And that's, again, the beauty of self-authorship. Like, that is an extension of you. So when you actually just give that to yourself, first and foremost, you, you can then benefit from not carrying these burdens or these uh, blocks of confusion and things like that. Like, just the act of letting it go is a big-time blessing. And then sharing it with the world is a whole other thing. But that's why I, I, I love even uh, the idea of bearing yourself raw before the world even like how Carl Young left with the Red Book. Like, people might look at it years later, but still be able to gain insight about how esoteric ways work or the shadow self and all of that, simply because he dared to, in that breath, have a conversation with his own subconscious. He's basically like talking to yourself on paper. Mm. It's, all, it's all kind of wildness. And again, but when you look at it like art, or you're not necessarily just afraid to just let it flow and just find a way to enjoy it. You know, for me, it's, it's one of the most beautiful things you can do. All right, hold it's like on. Nazarene, hold on. We we still want some more of what you're laying down. You definitely got the avocado oil out. What's a what's a high level of oil? Like a real fine. Peanut oil. Oh, high level. Yes. Uh, uh, Grape seed. Truffle oil. Truffle oil. Yeah. The boy got truffle yeah, oil. He cooking with truffle oil. (laughs) When we come forward, Nazarene and his truffle oil oil will continue to cook. (laughs) Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 158. You know you want some more. More. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. First of all, let me say You can't accuse me of all the things You know that you are guilty of And I see That it is easy for you to blame everything on me If that's the case I should go have my fun and do all the things you say I do Boy, I can't continue to take this from you uh, turn her off. What in the Sam Hill? Man, I love that song. <laughs> I might, I should have cheated. Might as well have. Listen, if you weren't cheating, right, 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 because you thought I was faithful, <laughs> then you wasn't faithful. I'm just saying. Listen to the logic behind it. The logic is, I want to cheat, but I didn't because I thought you wasn't cheating. Right. But I should have. I should have. Now that I know yeah. you was cheating. I didn't I didn't know that's what this was. That's the logic, though. Right, right, right. right. The reality of it is if you don't cheat, just don't cheat. Right. But no, I mean if you if you give me a pass, I'm bad that I didn't use the pass. But that wasn't a pass. It's like it's like leaving Dave and Busters with, with tokens. <laughs> hey, man, I should have used all these tokens. <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna get up and walk out of here. No, but I'm just saying. Like, no, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and to take it even deeper. People don't like this when I say this. How are you cheating on yourself? Mm. If you're lying in your journal, 
Is that not shortcutting yourself? Cheating on yourself? I, I want Nazarene to finish, but there's a there's a an angle I'd like to take as it relates to the journal, and I, I don't want I don't want to. Uh, Here we go. Yeah, it's something that needs to be discussed, though. There we go. Nazarene X, get back in here. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Tony, talk to me, man. What's, what's happening with uh, Okay, so I'll ask you the question. Do you think, yeah. I mean, you brought up God. So I'm no Bible scholar, but I do know somewhere in that book, the words uh, lean not unto your own understanding appear in there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like when you go into a journal, no matter how honest you are, you're still only getting one perspective, right? And I think sometimes... In our desire to be honest, it becomes self-mortification. Like we just, we're just beating ourselves up on paper. We're just, you know, we're just, we're going through this process of demonizing and vilifying ourselves. But, but that, that you know what that is? Uh, no, I don't. I... Honesty is not evaluation, hmm. and many people, you know, conflate the two. Right. Everybody is always evaluating. They never turn the evaluative process off. Right. You can be honest without criticism, without critique, without evaluation. To take it even deeper, the Hindus will say things like, the what is. This is what is. Right. Right? Not, Not this is what I think it is. Okay. Which is a perspective. Right. Right. Uh, which is not only is it a perspective, it's an interpretation. Sure, sure. So when the Hindu is talking about the what is, he's talking about beyond his mindset. He has reached a level of consciousness to come in contact with the what is. Okay. Unadulterated, undisputed. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Many people can't look at the what is of self mm-hmm. without the interpreter, without the internal interpreter. Ah, I see what you're saying. And yeah, with yeah. the internal interpreter... There is the beat up. Right. There's the 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 adult judge, the parental judge, yeah. and then you have the inner child. Right. And usually the adult judge and the parental judge gang up on the inner, inner child. child. Yeah, yeah. Nazarene X, get in here. Excuse me. Now I really, really appreciate the way that you frame that, and even the the question as well, Uncle uh, Tony as well. Um, that's exactly what I was speaking to in terms of, again, redefining what it all means to you. Like, instead of thinking, because I heard uh, you, Brother Tony, speak about how it's like explaining, like you don't want to explain why you're messed up or explain X, Y, Z in the journaling process. And that is tied to the evaluation piece. Whereas, again, the experience of just exploring, that's like you, when you approach it all as if you're just the conduit for the truth period or like you're just the vessel in that breath so wait Mm -hmm. wait because you he's cooking did you hear his question yeah all right when we come forward nazarene x is he going to answer your question you're going to wrap your thought then we go into houston texas it's getting fiery in here On fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. 
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams. Only on KBLA Talk gentlemen the voice of reason returns y'all already know when tony massey comes in here that uh we gonna turn up that's just all it is we're gonna turn up tony massey comes in he comes in with these very rigid and authoritarian and draconian relationship ideas and draconian. <laughs> i mean it's just what he is i mean it's fine it's you know He's the... It's hurtful, man. <laughs> I, I just believe in justice. <laughs> okay, fine. It's, I believe in justice. It, and it was Tony who created <laughs> this topic, right? Yeah. The journal as a live vault. How honest should we be when writing in our journals? And I think it's very interesting. I think you empower lies, the lies you tell yourself, yeah. when you write them in your journal. Absolutely. I think the journal is, I see it as this canvas, right, where you can create a a, a truthful reality for yourself, a blueprint for how to heal your wounds, for how to talk, how to build confidence. Uh, But I think it begins in honesty if you're writing, you know, about yourself. I think if you write about yourself to yourself and you're lying, you're definitely going to lie to other people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's. So and fir- I mean, people going to lie anyway. The first book I ever published was a um, a fiction, and it was loosely based on my life. I changed the names to protect the innocent. I went out of my way to hide the true characters in in fictional uh, characters. And I did that under the under the guise of protecting those people. But the and reality, they found out, didn't they? Well, the reality, I was protecting myself <laughs> because I didn't want to face the truth of what, you know, these these people did and how I reacted and you know the whole nine. So it was a the the fiction was not about protecting other people. It was about protecting you. I didn't want to have to face the reality of what I was writing about. But you still wrote about. I it. did, and the book didn't do very well because it was very dishonest. Wow, it was very dishonest. You know what? That was one of the first things. Uh, you know, my editor told me mm-hmm. for my first book. She said, "Hey, man, I see the I see the manuscript." And she said, chapter one, you can go way deeper. Yeah. And then I said, why? I think I said enough of what I want to say. I don't want to reveal, you know, everything. She said, listen, truth sells books. Absolutely. So once she told me that, she was like, you have to get into your truth. Right. You have to dig all the way in. And we did that. And that's where I adopted this idea I don't think you can you can lie to yourself in your private time trying to build a new reality. 
because I believe you're building deceit into the new reality, into the projection of the new reality. Whatever the thinker thinks, the prover will prove. Right. As a man thinketh, so is so he. he is. Yep. So if you bring it in fear and and lies yep. into this projection of what you want, it'll be a part of that, in my opinion. I agree. And and what's crazy is how we lie to ourselves and then we're we're dissatisfied with the outcome. <laughs> like why didn't this work? But it, it, most people don't even think they're lying to themselves. Most people don't think they're doing anything wrong to themselves. You think so? You think that's? You think people are that neglectful to the to the truth? Absolutely. I don't know. I I really feel like there are people who are my favorite word are curating these lies to protect themselves. The curation of it all. <laughs> I listen. I think a lot of people feel like they're not as bad as they actually are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, nobody. And and what we do is <laughs> we use hyperbole. We use hi- <laughs> wow. wow. I, I'm not Andy, even going to repeat that. The- I'm not even- <laughs> I have enough haters. I'm not doing it. But you're absolutely right. Andy said it. Yeah, he did. But so I, it wasn't us. But if I say it, then did, but, it But Andy my, said no, it. I'm not saying it. But, but we, we, it was Andy who said it. I, no, Zoe, I'm not doing it. <laughs> you, you can do it. See? Can I say it? See? Sure you can say it. The church. Wow, but we we use hyperbole to compare ourselves to the most. Like I'm not Hitler. Well, there's a there's a there's a lot between you and Hitler. Okay, you're, <laughs> you're not Hitler, but you're Dexter for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, you have a righteous cause. <laughs> this is what I suggest. If you're going to journal, I suggest you get a journal that's based on Dr. David R. Hawking's consciousness grid. Okay. And I think you should get a journal for each one of these ascending terms. Okay. Right? At the very, very bottom, which is the survival paradigm, is shame. Mm. You should get a journal for shame. Your shame. Okay. The shame you have within yourself. Whatever you you feel shamed or shameful about, you should journal about it. So. Not just the shame for what I caused, but the shame that I feel based on... Exactly. Okay, all right. Right? You should do a shame journal. Okay. You should do a guilt journal. All of this is under survival, Mm -hmm. the survival paradigm. A shame journal, guilt journal, apathy journal, grief journal. Mm. Do you know how many people can't deal with grief? Oh, my God. And, and, And I'm not saying that... Oh, grief is an easy win, sucker. I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm, grief is very difficult. It is. So you get a grief journal. And there are people who applaud themselves for not dealing with grief Boom. in a healthy way. Boom. Like, I never cry. That's need unfortunate. A, <laughs> whoa. You're not even human if you're not cry. Okay, cool. You need a fear journal. Yeah. You need a desire journal. Mm. Oh, yes. Desire is in survival mode. Believe me. Hmm. Believe me, you think? Do you think I, the the one percent are desirous of anything? That's a good point. A good <laughs> okay, point. anger. Okay, anger journal and a pride journal. These terms go under survival. Okay. After you have reconciled everything that's in your spirit at that level, reason and integrity journals. Oof. Courage journal. Neutrality journal okay neutrality trust right enabling release Mm -hmm. 
These are concepts around neutrality. This is a high level of consciousness. Yeah, 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 definitely. Right? Willingness journal. What are blocks to willingness? Okay. Right? Acceptance journal. Mm. Then a reason journal. What makes sense? Do I need a whole journal for acceptance or can I just use a piece of notebook paper? No. (laughs) We already know you don't do acceptance. Here you go, Dexter. Anyway, I'm just saying, these are things that you work on. And then, after you get through those, spiritual paradigm. Okay. So you went from survival paradigm to reason and integrity, and now you're at the spiritual paradigm. Journal that. Love journal. Mm. High level of consciousness. We're not talking about what have you done for me lately. If you bought that kid a hamburger, you better buy this kid a hamburger. We're not talking about that kind of love. You're talking about that agape love. Right. We're talking about the high level of consciousness, right? A love journal. A joy journal. What brings you joy, peace, happiness, you know, serenity, right? Completeness, right? A peace journal. Many people mix peace up with quiet. Quiet. They're two different things. That's a good point. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and then enlightenment, totally you without anything you've been through. What do you look like? Now, when we come forward, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to get back to the callers, I promise. But, Lord, we uh, had to do this. Yeah, we, no, no, that's We're journaling right now. When that's we good. come forward, we still got a lot to talk about. Is it good to you? Good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. At home. You know you want some more. More. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. We're having a riveting discussion with my homeboy Tony Massey. And boy, <laughs> tonight's topic is on fire as well. We're talking about why you shouldn't lie in your journal. Yeah. So somebody asked, how should you how should you be in your journal or your diary? Number one, be honest. Mm-hmm. Um honesty, transparency, all of that. Um, you have to remove judgment, ego, fear, mm-hmm. all of that, because you're looking at yourself in an honest way. And you got to be okay to outline what you want your future self to look like without all of the challenges that you currently carry. So you have to be honest about those challenges. Okay. You have to write about those challenges. You got to write about, you got to write their origin story when they came into your consciousness, when you became aware of them. And then how they affected your life. And then you got to start asking yourself serious questions in that journal. Do I want to live this life mm-hmm. under the tyranny of this unhealed wound? Sure. You gotta, that's what it's about. It's about creating the life you want and bringing it into existence. Tony does not agree. No, I, I, I feel like I said the same thing. I feel no, like you said people don't deserve to eat. <laughs> not but that's fine. Not everybody. No, but that's, that's, that's but if we're honest in our journal and you said you write about what you want. But you also have to write about what you're capable of receiving. There's there are a lot of people who's who's who are not capable. Who, who are not? No, no, absolutely not. The worst thing that some people could face is a answered prayer. Ooh, the worst thing. 
Ooh, that's big. I mean, imagine if God said yes to everything. God says yes to a lot of things. He does. Just to prove a point. Exactly. That's what I've been saying this whole time, Zoe. But God is giving people chances. Yeah, too, too many. No, you say God, who are you to tell God? I'm not telling God. God can give me chances, I'm, brother. I'm not, I'm not with him. No, the Bible <laughs> says a just man falls seven times, get back up. But how many just men are falling? Some of y'all just need to stay down. You said God is giving too many chances, boy. I don't know what. Uh, Nazarene X, please. Sorry, brother. Get in here and finish your thought. Hey, yo, I love this. <laughs> man said he gave too many chances. Too many, man. Like, boy, he upset with God now. I don't know what to see, do now. How many people get hurt because we going to give you one more chance? This is what I'm going to do. Say Jesus wept, bro. Jesus wept. <laughs> Jesus wept. Hey, brother, I need you to wrap this thought, though. Get it I in. All right, real quick. Um, first of all, thank you so much for that breakdown you gave on, before the last uh, segment ended. I encourage everybody to do that. I'm going to do it. And you actually have helped open my eyes to, like, maybe I haven't been necessarily journaling properly or anything like that. Like, I don't necessarily ask myself a lot of questions. However, just if you approach it from an artistic standpoint, like I do myself, I can't, that's where, in my journal, that's where I give Satan the smoke. And then I can turn that into art, or I turn that into being an MC and all of that. But it's like I'm locked into the truth that I'm conveying, and I don't stop until the end is victory. Everything completes with love for me, like literally. So, again, if you approach it with a, a, just a level of tenacity that you're going to see it through and you keep it balanced out for your benefit, I don't believe there's anything to fear. You actually benefit from pushing forward along those lines. That's my take on journaling and the whole nine. Man, I appreciate the insight, and thank you for being on the line all this time. Great call. Nazarene X, Atlanta, Georgia. Atala from Houston, Texas H is Carol. up next. Get in here, Houston. <laughs> what up, Joe? What up, Uncle Tony? How what? are y'all? I'm good. Blessed. He's definitely Uncle Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Uncle Tony. Okay. Look, I don't, I don't understand this whole idea of lying in journals, okay? It, it's that foreign to me, okay? And I'm going to say because for me, like, that's always been a place of escape. Escape from the truth or escape to the truth? No, I escaped from my mama. <laughs> that, that was where I could go and say what the hell I wanted to say. I could turn ah. into whatever I wanted to do, whatever mm. thoughts I had at that moment, I mm. could say it, right? So, I mean, now that I'm older, obviously, I think that it becomes a lot harder for me to... Take those thoughts that I actually put on paper and say it to the person that I need to say it to. That's 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 where I have have the problem because it's like a for me it's like an open communication. I'm really feeling like I'm writing to God. It's not even like me just writing to be writing. I'm like, what do I need to do? And oddly enough, sometimes I begin the revelations. But I mean, I I like the idea of Naz is saying though, like with with it being a form of art because. I think that if you approach it in more of a free-flowing way, like, you can actually come to the conclusions you need to come to. But it's kind of like if your fist is closed, you can't receive anything. Tony's fist is closed right now. <laughs> are you on that list of people <laughs> you can't say things to? Say that one more time. I'm sorry. You said that you use your journal as an opportunity to say things to people that you can't, essentially you can't say to their face. That's what I'm guessing you're saying. I'm asking, are you on yeah. that? Are you on that list of people? 
Are there things no, you no, can't no. say to your own face? So you can you can say anything to nah, you? No, I, I say everything. Okay. Yeah. That's because she grown. Atala from Houston, Texas. We appreciate you, baby girl. Thank you for calling in tonight. Let's keep these calls rolling. We almost at the end of this whole ride. Oh, Sean from Hawaii has oh, returned. Man. Here we, Here we go. go. Sean. Wrote a song about it. Hey. Like the hit, hit go. <laughs> Aloha. 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 And Brother Zoe. Hey, look, when it comes to journaling for me, um, look, Zoe's got books out there, right? Tony, you got books? I mean, look, this is how you do it. You make sure that you do it audio. And you do it on your phone nowadays, people, or however you can do it audio. And let me tell you why you do that. Because you know doggone well that can't be scribbled out or erased or hidden. You know, it's always going to be out there. So when you are doing a journal, that will, you may not ensure the truth all the time, but will it, it, it might make it a little more truthful. Because when you're putting it on that audio and you're, you're thinking, man, this could be a book someday or whatever, you know, all my trials and tribulations and everything I'm going through, hey, it's right there on the audio. Listen to my voice. You know, or YouTube, doggone. I mean, nowadays the kids are different. You know, I'm old. So I'm saying do it that way. That way it holds you to your truth. That's good. I love it. I love it, brother. And I appreciate the insight live from Hawaii all the way from the island. The island. Yeah. Smiles, everyone. Smiles. <laughs> oh, looks like we got another caller. Let's get him if we don't. Oh, we don't? Okay, look. Tony, I need you to wrap it up. Yeah. I need you to wrap this for me, I, for I, the listeners. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely think there is value in being honest to yourself. Right. But I give grace to people who aren't ready for that yet. Because once you tell the truth, then you now have to deal with that truth. And that's not a, a, a easy thing to do. Because you also have to deal with the consequences of that truth. You used grace? I give grace. Come on, Zoe. I give grace. Out of all the wild stuff you have said... <laughs> On previous shows, you have the nerve to use the word grace. I use grace. Okay, cool. That's yeah. Cool. All right. I mean, not a lot of it, but you know. <laughs> this is a man who has trouble with acceptance, and he talking about he gave grace. I don't have trouble with acceptance. I just don't think that it's a necessary component. That's all. Be better, and then you can get a sandwich. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to The Voice of Reason tonight, man. This was an amazing show, as is commonplace. You got to know, I don't finish the discussions, but I do start them. It's up to you to do it. I think journaling is a key component to self-discovery. And I think wherever there is fear, there will be a restriction there will be a resistance. There will be a reluctance. Mm. I think if you want to journal about you, right, and discover all the hidden nuances about yourself, you have to do it in a fearless manner. And I've also said you have to do it in a creative manner, right? You have to be free. And, and like I said, the, 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 the greatest artist, in, regardless of whatever they've done, they've been free yeah. to do it. Yeah. So you have to be that you have to have that same mindset if you want to break through some of the things that are plaguing you and your relationships. I started it, you finish it. My guy, Danny Morrison, is up next with one of my favorite guys.
one of my favorite guys. I ain't even I ain't even gonna say his name. Mm. Dr. Ray Hagan. I'm sorry. <laughs> listen, Ray, listen, he got Ray, man. That's Ray, man. Ray's boom boom. Hey, he about to <laughs> he about to drop fire and brimstone on y'all tonight. And I'm excited. Stay tuned. Danny Morrison, he's up next. Trust me, it's gonna be lit. She stand about five for Coca-Cola red bone. She drive a black Durango, license plate say angel, tattoo on her ankle. But she's making pesos, got a crib on P Street, right on 17th Street, and I call her TT. Wait a minute, hold on. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.